So I'm trying to go live on Instagram as well. I don't see it happening. Uh, not sure that it did, actually. You're so lucky that you had a fucking clip of me in that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? What? Who? Of course. Oh. You're always part of my life. You know, the, the one thing everybody remembers is you going live with me when you were at the when you were at Chase Stadium. <laughs> or was it Yankee Stadium or some shit like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At City Field. Yeah. You were like, what the hell is he thinking? It was like he wasn't thinking. It's okay. It's okay. No, it doesn't make a difference. It was still awesome. It was. It was fun and it was silly. So hi everybody. Welcome to Tuesday, December 19th. Uh, what we are doing tonight is, uh, just having a little discussion, me and Grillo talking about, uh, death, 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 death. Lots of death. Actually, today was the day my grandfather passed away. Oh, you're kidding. Back in 1984. I still wear his ring. Nice. Since 1984. Uh, yeah, we're talking about death tonight. So how did you find out about, uh, Ralphie Cakes dying? Ralphie Cakes dying. Uh, I have a very good friend of mine, and I'll give him a, a, a shout out, uh, Chris. I, I, I don't know if he, he's uh, an ex cop. I don't think he maybe wants to use his last name. Um, um, Tracy. Anyway, so uh, Chris. I got a, uh, a, a text at 6 30 in the morning from Chris uh, T. And uh, uh, that was the first um, inkling that I got out. I heard about it, and then I, uh, I, I got another one about seven o'clock. I forgot who that was from, and um, but then you know there was a bunch, a bunch of speculation throughout the early morning about uh, as uh, you know things started to arise and pop up, and um, well, you know, as much as I haven't spoken to Ralph and he's an asshole, it didn't make me happy. Of course. I mean, you never want to see somebody in their 50s die. I mean, that's just the sad truth. You know, anybody who's like in this age group is is not somebody you want to see die. I mean, I have no love lost for Ralph at all. I mean, at all. Um, I do want to talk about like your, I know you had so much interaction with him, but here's the weird thing about that day is that Howard um, said that Beth woke up at 4.30 in the morning and went to Ralph's apartment to collect all of his stuff. Why would he do that? Why would she do that? Is that crazy? Uh, I didn't hear. Like, first of all, I don't even. Let, let, let's go back because there, there might be a lot of people listening that aren't as geeked out that maybe on my side that don't know where did Ralph die? And what do you mean she went to his apartment that it was that easy? All right, let's recap. So apparently, I know there's a lot of people that I don't think know that. I know all your 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 hardcore people know all the details, but since we're we're gonna be splicing this into my fans uh, that or not my fans, but people that I know, that, that I, I think it'd be interesting if we start from the beginning. Where, where and when did this happen? How did it happen? Uh, and how did this go down? I'm because I don't know all the details. I know you are. I got your finger on the pulse, kind of thing. So fill me in because I don't know, and I know a lot of people may not know. So he came on air on um, Wednesday to let us know that he uh, that Ralph had passed away. First thing he talked about in the morning, but we all knew about it already because John Stamos had uh, made a post. That's on where I got. That's where I got it. That's where like the, that's where the first source that I got came from. And that's we'll go back to the John Stamos thing uh, later. But, but I, I want to know about 
Where was he? Yes, yes, yes. So John Samuels had posted it. So we were all like, okay, what happened? Where was he? What happened? So when Howard came on air, he said he had spoken to Ralph on Monday night. Um, he apparently had um, a lymphoma of some sort, a rare one. And, you know, Howard's first thing was like, you know, he didn't take care of himself. He didn't have help. It wasn't public, by the way. I'll have his, his, nobody knew about his sickness. Right. So he was going in for some procedure, I guess, related to the cancer. And when he, uh, when they put him under, I guess he died of a coronary, like a heart attack while he was under um, anesthesia or something to that effect. So he died in the hospital. And where? What state? Uh, he was in New Jersey. He was, uh, was he, he was home in New Jersey. Home in New Jersey. Okay. So, so, so then, well, then uh, the question would be like, wait, wait, wait. Why is Beth at his apartment at 4 30 in the morning? So they do the wrap up show on Tuesday, I guess it was. And Ralph's sister called Gary when he was on air on the wrap up show. And he took the call during a break, and uh, the sister said that Ralph died. You know, he died in uh, <clears throat> on the operating table having a procedure. And he's who like, knew he was having the procedure? Besides Howard, it doesn't seem. Well, did Howard know he was going underneath the knife? Yes. Okay. Didn't seem like too many people knew about it. No, none of the people on staff knew about it. Um, I think Robin knew about it because Howard told her. And um, so then Gary called Howard and said, I just got the weirdest phone call from Ralph's sister saying that he died. He's like, what are you talking about? And so then he tried calling Ralph a couple of times, then called the sister and found out that he did indeed pass away. So the next morning when he came on air, um, Beth already was on her way to New Jersey. And, that, and, you know, she came on air to talk about it and said that she, you know, packed away all his stuff. You know, things. whoa, my God, uh, she's fucking collecting evidence. That's exactly w what she's over there covering Howard's ass. Why did they, why would she have the keys to Ralph's apartment? Apparently his next door neighbors met her there because they're the only key holders. And I don't know how he knew. I don't know how they knew that either. Um, it just sounded really weird and suspicious to me, but apparently uh, they let her in, and she said it was really weird being in there by herself. She didn't have like an entourage of like a security I, guy, some guy with a giant fucking wow. sack on his back, no, by herself. And uh, she said it was really weird because it was like he was just there, like the bed was still unmade, you know, there was dishes in the sink and shit like that. He was just there and then he um and she packed away all his stuff and said you know i have a really great idea instead of you know giving all his stuff away maybe what we should do is and burn it auction. really quickly have an auction <laughs> and then you know and then we can give the money to ralph's sister and his mother down in florida because they could really use it so that's why the story that i heard we heard so Weird, right? Why would Beth go there? Why? Instantly. Well, she was like on the last one, the next fucking floor out the yeah, fucking out from Florida. Four, no, no, no. They're still in New York. Four thirty. Oh, I don't know. So, so, so that, that she's instantly at Ralph's apartment as soon as he dies over there bagging shit up. 
Yes. Not even like fucking getting like letting anybody like, like the whole death thing no. settle in for half a second. No. Was the first thing that they thought of was you better get over there and fucking collect this shit before someone else finds it. Yes. Isn't that weird? And they admitted it on air. Yes, they said that it was they were doing a nice thing because they, nice thing. I what you said at four thirty in the morning she did it. Yes, because she had all because he has all these collectibles and they didn't want anybody going in there and stealing his stuff. So that they what what what? Wow, I see. I didn't know all this. This yeah. is kind of bizarre. Like, and no one's calling this out. I like. I would think that something like this is so obvious. Yeah. That they are not calling this out. I, I'm I'm just hearing this for the first time. I know. So uh, okay, I, I didn't know she went over there to do damage control at four thirty in the morning after she found out that Ralph died. Yes. That is speaks volumes. What is she over there? Oh. She's good protecting his fucking Star Wars toys. I don't know. His collectibles or evidence that he knows or pictures. Or shit that he has over there, electronics. Where's his computers? Where's his cell phone? Where's yes. his fucking yeah. wow? Yes. Wow. This is kind of really interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of perplexed right now. Yeah. I was more perplexed because you know they're, they're, the rumors that I heard is the fact that you know Mr. Billionaire knew he was sick, and the poor Ralph didn't have it. And I, I'm someone that jumps from health insurance to health insurance. I understand when you don't have it, how reluctant you are to go to a doctor. So it, I've heard rumors and I, I don't know it. Maybe you can confirm is the fact that he wasn't helping him with his health insurance, which is why uh, uh, Ralph was so reluctant to go to get medical attention. And it, it went to the point where he died from it. Is that true or no? Well, okay. The And, you know, we don't know what we don't know, but what Howard said is that, <clears throat> Ralph did not have um, any coverage for the longest time, and apparently he knew about his illness since April. And, and he knew his boy wasn't fucking covered. And a billionaire knew his friend wasn't covered. You know, what, if, I, if I was in that situation, you know, all my friends that I know have a lot of fucking money, they would have taken care of that in half a goddamn second. Yes, but because you want to know why they're my friends, and they would have done it. I thought that he was on Howard's payroll, though. How is it? You know, I did one the one thing that I did hear over the years, and we all know if if everybody knows, you know, you're a big Stern fan. Howard's birthday is January twelfth. Yes. And his corporation is called One Twelve Inc. Yes. Okay, which is a public thing. Um, I heard Ralph was the only person that was a under payroll and under health insurance. And, and I heard it from inside people. He was the only person that One Twelfth Inc. Uh paid through i guess or was taken care of because people always wondered where he got paid from his sister was is under was under the 112 uh productions uh blanket as well ellen really. okay i and, never met ellen but i i know i i think i've spoken to her but yes i know ralph has i you know i i again i was close with ralph i i knew i you know i knew his family through him was Ralph part of the show before you got there? Was he part of it, or were you there? Yeah, uh, but he was—he was—he was just uh, just like starting to like. It was, I got there at the end of the the last season of Channel Nine, okay. so Ralph was just uh, Ralph. So when, when Ralph was there, anything Ralph, anything Howard had to do because when I was there, it just really started to blow up. So there was more things that were going on with Howard, and 
he relied on it because Ralph made his hair the Channel Nine show. He did that whole fucking hardcore Howard Stern rock and roll hairdo, which was inspired by D. Snyder, which no one will ever talk about. Because uh, I, I know D told him to do that, but Ralph sort of modeled his hair what, for what D described or how it should look, kind of thing. Um, maybe I'm crazy, but you know, I think D helped Howard set his style and the way he looked during the Channel Nine show. Ralph was there maintaining it, and and Howard really liked the fact that he looked like a badass. So why? Because because of, of Ralph doing his shit and then with the with the, the, the leather jackets and stuff but i think that all came from but you know howard's friendship with the uh, schneider but steve so ralph started with him and became like his absolute bestie ralph was like yeah it was weird it was weird well in the beginning uh when they started doing the e-show ralph was there every morning at five o'clock when i was there yeah that's sort of like sometimes he showed up to work at the same time we were out, you know, at the China Club or something, you know, um, and Howard and Ralph did his hair that whole time. And Ralph started. So Ralph suddenly was thrust into the daily life of, uh, you know, it was used to be just like me, Gary, Ganji, John, Robin, Fred, Scott, you know, in the beginning. like that, that was, That's all that was there at five o'clock in the morning, you know, and then all of a sudden now Ralph was there at five o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden it was like. What you know, and then all of a sudden, well, again, I became good friends with Ralph at that point. We were sort of in the same. We we became we 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 both had fun going out and doing shit. I knew a bunch of people in the nightclub. I got us all into this shit. Ralph knew some people. We we wound up you know starting scores with Lonnie at the same time. I I brought I brought Ralph to to scores. You know what I'm saying? Because of Lonnie Hanover, and um, because I worked with Lonnie at Club Expo. The story of him. <clears throat> dealing drugs at spa true or false oh ralph dealing drugs where at spa he was out with howard and he got kicked out of a nightclub because uh somebody told the bouncers that he was dealing drugs i don't think ralph would ever deal drugs i know he took drugs but i don't think i don't i wouldn't see a reason for him to deal it but here's the deal what's the deal what what, what if you have a bunch and you have a friend that's looking for something and you hand it off and he he, he reimburses you yeah, that's dealing. Is it dealing, <laughs> dealing? Is, yes. Well, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Is it legally, is it dealing? Or do you have some extra and your friend says, I'll give you 50 for what you got in your pocket and you take it? That's dealing. Yeah, legally, that's dealing. But are you a dealer or are you just hooking up your friend? That's dealing. Here's my question, though. What, are you doing it all the time or you just did it that one time because you had an extra one? I don't know what I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Okay, so there's a so look, I, I'll stick up for Ralph in that area. That, that's that's gray. Was he dealing? I never heard that he dealt anything. And I, for his what I do know about him, I don't think he was that type of guy. He knew that he worked for Howard Stern. He knew that if he got busted dealing something, it would ruin Howard's fucking reputation. And I, maybe he was just hooking up a friend. So let me ask you a question. What do you think it is about Ralph that absolutely not? And you know, you don't have to be talking from firsthand, but what is it about Ralph that everybody hated? Like, what is it about him that made him? Oh, his arrogancy. Why though? Why did he, he was just so arrogant? Um, he just he uh, he had what I didn't have, which is I don't give a fuck. Ralph didn't did not give a fuck. I, I like shit used to bother me. I would get you know, Ralph had no issue about going on the air and saying shit. Why? And um, he, 
he had no shame. It's sort of like Richard and Sal. They don't have any shame. It's not that he had shame. He just really, he had no regrets about how arrogant he was. And I, th I think what helped him was the fact that I think, you know, Howard was, they, they were so close and he knew nobody, he was protected. Nobody but He was Ralph. protected. I didn't have that protection. Nobody had that protection. Ralph had the protection. Why? Because he was like, he was like personal oh. with Howard. Like he had Howard's phone number. Like, I didn't have like I know Ganji didn't have it. I know you know I'm sure uh, uh, Gary had it, but I you know I know for years I, John didn't have it. Maybe Jackie had it, and of course Fred had it, and Robin had it. But like Ralph had his his phone number. He had his real personal ear. They did stuff outside the radio station, and that's what drove John crazy because John was like, "I've been here. I, I put my life on the line for you, and you're taking this guy, and you're you're taking him out, and you're being his friend, and you're not doing it to me." Because Howard tortured John for years, keeping him on the outs. He wouldn't let him in that inner circle. But do you think it's weird? And, but, and then Ralph and was not only the inner circle, but Ralph had his own inner circle. 15, 18 years younger than him? Yeah, so I have uh, that, I have friends that are much older than me. Oh, baby. And I have friends no, that are much younger than me. But so hey, sometimes it doesn't make a difference. Somebody's, as I a person, know. he just became fun. But if they're shaving your belly hair, it's a little different, no? Dude. There's also the homo, you know, we all know that there's that homoerotic, you know, mystery about those two and about Ralph altogether. I know he had no problem getting naked in front of me. So I find that very bizarre. I have a clip. Yeah, it was really bizarre. And I ran screaming. I have a clip. We're going to play it. It's from last week. Yeah. And, um, you were in you were in studio at this time. I just want to play the clip really quickly and then we'll talk about it at the, at the back. Ralph got his nipple pierced. Hey, show it on camera. Come here, man. Yeah, I hate that. Hey, you got to see this thing. Come so here, man. Thick. Dude. He's got such a large gauge on it. Watch. Yeah, I know. You, you got too big a ring. Look at Ooh, this. And it's always the camera in the get way. that? It's all dried up. Look at that. Come on. Hey, come, here, come over here, man. Walk over here. It's, it's Howard, 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 look at it really close. Because you know what it is? Crusty. That's He's the got word. really big nipples, Ralph. Seriously, yeah, like a woman. Pull up your whole shirt. Look at this. First of all. Yeah. Why did you show that of a man and Come not of a woman? Look, look. You see? I don't know. You see? He's always wanted you. Show my fucking friend. Look. Look at this. Can I touch it? Yeah. Look at the size. Does it hurt? Oh. Oh. Oh, that's weird. That looks like, hey, little boy, come sit on Santa's lap and show me a nipple. Tell me why that's. Tell me. Was so, I in the studio for that? I don't know. You were right there. You were oh, that me? Yes. <laughs> yes that was <laughs> I was more focused on Ralph's nipple. Well, the whole thing is, what does everybody think when a Ralph, you know, lifts up his shirt, shows how it is nipple ring, sits on his lap? No, he sat on his lap and he was twitching it. Like it was like a little like Rice Krispie treat. So we had a thought and we thought it was really weird. And Frank the Tank is saying it right this second. We were like, I wonder if that's the body he used on the. Oh wow! I, you know what though? No, because Howard was much more hairy than Ralph. No, no. Don't you remember that Howard admitted that the um, the private parts poster was a different body? Hold on a second. I'm going to show it to you. Hold on, and you're going to say, "Okay, holy shit, what's going on there?" Because we had a thought. Hold on. Let me just find it. Private parts. Movie poster. <clears throat> movie poster. You look fantastic, by the way, darling. Oh, thank you, love. So look good. at you, all sexy. 
Your cherry red lipstick. Zegzy. What do you think, you're blondie? Zegzy. You start singing Heart of Glass? <laughs> <laughs> Heart of Glass. Um, <laughs> all right. No, this wasn't the one I had last week. The one I had, he was completely um, shaved. It was kind of weird. Um, I'm pretty sure, if you really want to get into it, that Ralph was the one that must have convinced him to fucking go as a trans on Miss America. Why? Because I, I, I just know I was there. I, I, I can't like pull up an instance, but it just, it was just weird that he went trans, like what decided to be a girl and dressed that. And I, you know, I rolled with Ralph, and he rolled with like there was a whole group of uh, trans. Uh, tra trannies that we rolled with at Club Expo and shit like that. And he brought them all into the fold. So, look at that body. And uh, I, I, I was friends with them. And, and, and I'm still friends with the trannies. And I, not from that group, but from another. I had transvestite women at my fucking, my wedding. Okay, I like, I, like I've, I've been involved in that world from back in 1990. And Ralph took me into the world for the first time uh, when we, I worked at Club Expo, and there was all those transvestites, and he brought them into the fold, and he oh. liked that one. There was like I can't remember their names right now, but there was one that was like Howard used to bring on the air all the time, and she would, and she I met her through Ralph, but Ralph met her at Club Expo when I brought him in there when I worked the VIP room. Wow, you know I just tapped into this weird like. Um rejected posters from the private parts posters listen that, that was definitely not his physique no he's but, he, you know but like him. the one they used looked pretty real no he admitted that it's not him yeah i wonder if it is ralph that would be weird huh Oh, <laughs> I, you know, but well, uh, I, he was definitely on set for that shit. You know, I know he was there, but like, you know, it wasn't until actually, you know, it wasn't until after private parts that Ralph lost his uh, hairdressing job. Now, why is that? Well, well, you know, on private parts, he had the best people at his feet, and the the wig that he wore. Oh, I wish I could think of her name, but she's on. She's on the. She's on the credits. Um, the wig that he wore. She was a master wig maker, and her daughter. Her daughter. Her daughter, who I think is still on Blue Bloods or whatever. She's still working. She was a master hairdresser. Okay, she came from the. the so the the woman that, that did Howard's hair for the wig. Uh, blew Howard's mind. Because she was such a good person, like such she, she made the best wigs in the movie industry. Like the wigs that you you didn't realize all those big celebrities were wearing all these years, they yeah. hired her. And I, I mean, we all knew it's obviously not Howard's hair. He said it straight up. It it's it's for the movie. It, it makes it look better. But that woman, uh, her daughter, also started doing Howard's hair for other things. But she, but she was making way too much money in the movie business, so she uh, suggested her friend, who was the woman who's probably, I don't know if she's still doing it, she was a British girl, she started coming in every morning at 5 o'clock and doing Howard's hair. So and why it was all because of private parts. So, yeah. the, British, the British woman, she came in every morning. I, she was so Tony. sweet. Tony. Tony. Yeah, Tony. That's right. Tony. I was like, I, I, I worked with her every morning for years. 
and she's yeah. a sweetheart. And but Ralph was no longer there at five o'clock in the morning anymore. And that all has that all comes from private parts. So oh, my God, I wish I, I, I somebody out there. I'm sure you got somebody you could look at the uh, the 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 credits for private parts right now and look uh, who the hair hair and makeup uh, the, or the wig master. I, I I'll know her name because like it, it was because they got Tony from Tony was a recommendation from those the mother and the daughter. So let's go to private parts for a really quick second. The whole condom issue. Do you think that Ralph was just like covering for Howard? What which condom issue? The whole thing where on the rider were condoms for Howard's dressing room, and apparently Allison saw it sitting on his assistant's desk and said, "What the hell is this?" And he said, That's "I never cool. heard that before." Are you kidding? That's a classic story. No, uh, I, I well, I don't. If I did, I don't remember it right now. <laughs> That's a classic. But um, the, the, this will bring me. I don't know if I can say this. I don't know if I'm going to get you like banned. Because what I'm going to say is something I I saw my myself, which didn't make sense, and it's going to infer something huge that what? no one has heard before. And I, I don't I don't I don't care because it's not going to get me. It's not going to do anything horrible for me. But I could tell you a story that freaked me out, and it had to do with this. So, do you want me to do this because I don't want to get you in trouble? Why would I get in trouble? I don't know because uh, it's something I saw with my own eyes, but it's going to be something kind of groundbreaking that I really haven't told too many people. Say it, damn it. And how do I know well, that I've heard this from you already? You, well, listen, you if you make money from this bitch, you better hit me off with something. We've had lots of drunken conversations, you and I. So. I know. I understand that. But so everybody knows the director, Eli Roth. Mm-hmm. Cabin Fever. He's been on Glorious Passage. Eli Roth was the man. Yeah. He was Eli the- Roth, the time of private parts, was doing Howard Silver Cup Studio. All right, I gotta go back a little bit. I apologize, but Silver You're Cup Studios right across the 59th Street Bridge. It's an old bread factory they turned into the a studio where they filmed private parts, the Sopranos, and a bunch of other shit that was huge sex in the city. They built an apartment on top of one of the old office buildings for Howard to stay at. When we shot late, which we never did because we were on a 10-hour schedule, Howard could have went home. I, I lived the 10-hour schedule. I, you know, I went home and did my shit, but, but they, they accommodated Howard, built him an apartment on top of uh, Silver Cup. So he didn't have to go home. He could just leave from 59th Street to go straight to the radio station in the morning. Right. He, it wasn't that much of a difference, but they did it for him. They hired an overnight PA who happened to be Eli Roth. We know that. Eli Roth. So that, 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 this isn't something, that, but, but Eli Roth, the only way I knew Eli was because at the end of the day, I walked Howard up to his room, got to meet Eli and said, what's up? Nice to meet you. And we did this a lot. So at the private parts rap party, not for me, a rap party. Okay. Which was just the crew. Eli was tripping balls. When I say tripping balls, he was like, his jaw was going and shit like that. And not that I wasn't too more fucked up than he was. No judgment on him tripping balls. But it wasn't until Mary McCormick showed up and they were like, yo, what's up? Oh, my God. How you doing? Oh, it's so good to see you. This and that, blah, blah, blah. And they started talking like they knew each other for a million years. And I went, 
Well, that's weird. Eli's a fucking overnight PA. Why would he know Mary? He never saw the cast. But yet... He knew Mary. Mary was obviously going over to his apartment in Silver Cup after you, the shit was wrapped. You do know that. You do know that. You do know that we've 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 talked about this before. Yeah, I know. But we talked about it on your air. Yes. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, 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 listen, I've been on the air with you a million times. How do I help? I remember exactly what the fuck. Maria says he's going to tell the story. But, but, but it's very, it's very, it's relevant now to the rider and the condom thing. Uh, you understand that? Well, that's the question. So apparently, right. that, that was the whole point of the story. Maybe you didn't know, but maybe a lot of other people don't know. But did he? But was he? But the writer is done well before the movie is starting. So. What was his? How do you know that they he did they didn't audition each other together and we don't we don't know what we don't know. But and maybe Howard was just maybe just wanted to make sure he's a fucking big movie star, <laughs> and one of uh, one of the little starlets downstairs wants to give him a little pickle tickle. Little pickle tickle. <laughs> John Doe says, "Well, there's ten minutes of my life I can get back." <laughs> yeah. Miss you, Monique. <laughs> okay. Um, talk about the dynamics between Ralph and Howard. Talk about the whole. Was the, was the staff jealous of Ralph's relationship with Howard? Oh well, we all know who was the most jealous. Oh, here we go from the private. Pri well, no, that is pretty yeah. obvious. It's John, John, John was been dying to get into Howard's inner circle, like you know, all those years. Uh, and it, it was like Howard almost did it. Like, look, do you see this? Mary Cook is the hairstylist. What happened now? Mary Cook is the hairstylist, and a guy named Paul Huntley was the No, one. no, that, those aren't the people. From the Piper Park credits. That's no, I think there were Irish names. It was a mother and a daughter. Oh, Look okay. for wig and uh, hairstyles. She might not have been on, on Howard's list, but she was definitely on there. I know because I worked with her for eight months. Okay. All right. So, so um, but, but the... Uh, John, you know, always felt I think Howard did it on purpose because he was just being a dick and torturing John because he knew how bad he wanted to get into the inner circle. Yeah. Uh, and when the Ralph thing definitely made it was nothing was ever really said. But if you worked there, you knew. But you worked there, you know, like, wait, like, like it was like, wait, he's going to Howard's house. Like, John, I'm not been, I've never been invited to Howard's house. He went to Howard. He went to Howard to here. And John, John, like, you know, and I think kind of rightfully so, I thought with Howard would have been more like that with John because John was so like fun, but there's something that he thought it was must have been torturous to do to John. And then when I think he did to Ralph, he started, it drove, it drove John even more madder and he maybe pushed him forward to do it worse. I don't know. <laughs> Colleen and Kimber Callahan. Yes. I told you, Irish. There you go. I told you, Irish. <laughs> Love the name Kimbra. All right, wait. So, but but stuttering John rests his laurels on the fact that he says that he was so much more part of the inner circle than absolutely anybody else was. That I think was. I think he did. He was after I left. Yeah. I think after I left, he was. He finally got in there. When I was there, he wasn't. And he was the guy that was going out there, you know, getting beat up for Howard and doing all this shit and really not making much money. And you would think I, I I thought that you know he would have thought that he got pulled in before Ralph did. Hmm. Interesting. And I, 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 listen, I, I, 
It would it would annoyed me if I was in John's position. I can't imagine how much it annoyed a narcissist. And was Ralph decidedly heterosexual when you were hanging out with him? I, it, it, I knew he. We went to scores, and I know he hooked up with fucking strippers. I got everybody knows the story. We brought a stripper home to my apartment, and the black I was I, I wasn't having it, and I left. I let him fucking fuck her in my bed, and I cleaned the sheets. I actually burned them. Well, <laughs> that's the story where Ralph basically said that you were eating her out for like six hours after he fucked her, and so that he no, yeah, no, that wasn't happening. What happened was like it started out where he was, she, he was getting his dick sucked, and I was eating her out, and then I just went, I don't want to see Ralph's dick, and then I left, and I went to Gandhi's room. Well, it, it, it didn't last as long as he thinks he is. Maybe, maybe, maybe he thought it did. So basically, you're sharing an apartment with two other guys, and you two bring up one other guy. Oh, and you two bring a stripper back to your place. My, my, yeah, my little, like, uh, my, my, my mattress was on the floor. I didn't even have a box ring. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. When I was like, I just like, I just, when I first moved to my first apartment, I said, I threw out the box ring and threw the mattress on the floor. I was like, fuck this. I want to sleep on the floor. Yeah, that's, that's, that. yeah, that's doing it your own way. That's living yeah. life, Steve. Yeah. So did, did Ralph have a. I didn't have a box ring until Sean Young. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was for you, Boney. <laughs> uh, nobody else, just you. Oh, yeah, that just—that just. That just <laughs> that was, wait, that wait, thing. wait. There's her mattress. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so it's funny on so many levels that nobody else knows. Like like a layer cake, like a delicious layer cake of shit. Yeah, delicious. Um <laughs> so <laughs> let me ask you a question. Did did Ralph have a big cock? Yes or no? You saw it. You saw uh, it. it was bigger than mine. I've never seen yours, so how big what give me a I, 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 listen, man. That was the first time I really saw another man's cock erect in my presence. Pretty close to you. Uh, I, 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 it, it was a, it, it, it made me leave the room. I didn't want to see an erect cock. So I really, I, I, I blacked out a lot of it, but it, it, it wasn't uh, a tiny cock. I don't know what, I don't know what average is compared to mine, because I don't really fucking throw shit on the table. I don't like looking at a penis other than mine or something on a porn. But like you know, if I'm in a room with another cock, I don't want to be there. Okay, so, so that's why I left. True dreams come true with. Dreams come I don't true. know. I'm not. The funny thing is, you, you're talking about me. I just had this huge conversation with some people today. I'm not good with inches or feet. If you tell me this is like 25 square feet, I don't know what that means. If you say it's three feet over there, I can't figure it out. So if you could ask me to say inches or whatever, you know, it's it, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't like a tiny cock. So my iPad is eight and a half by eleven. So this I don't know, man. I, 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 that was a long time ago. I was drunk and I blacked it out. It wasn't a little tiny cock. <laughs> it was a penis that was erect. And it was like, you know, look like it do some damage. You think that Ralph knows where all the bodies are buried? Is that why you think Beth went over there at four o'clock in the morning? Uh, well, I wouldn't think that until you told me that about a half an hour ago. Um, bon Jovial, who's running the board for us tonight. Thank you so much. Bon comes up and says, hi, Steve. Thank you. Big fan of the work you did as a bartender. Quick question. What happened with the bright shot led lighting company you were working for in 2015, 2016? Well, I can't tell you that story. Go ahead. Well, it's, it's more of a personal, not personal. Um, there's another company in the business 
that uh, pretty much went around our legal uh, patents and stole our technology. And uh, unfortunately, made deals with the people that we were uh, partners, you know, uh, that, that were our customers, and uh, they wouldn't accept the deal unless they wouldn't use us. So we kind of got boxed out. Yeah, it kind of sucks. And, uh, well, it, it's not that we're not still making money and using the people aren't using our lights, but our main customers got uh, uh, strong armed by another company that said, if you don't use our lights, and their lights are nowhere comparable to what we have, but um, they, our, our main customers uh, were told that the uh, Either you take this package, or you take that package, and uh, it's up to you. And they, they have a budget, and they have other uh, executives to answer to. And um, it was just a shame that it goes down like that in this business, where that's what happens. But that's more or less kind of what did happen. Uh, it, it's not that we're dead in the water. It just it was. Uh, it's not something that it was. Uh, we're still dealing with it. It's like, you know, it's um, that they, they went about our patents. It's kind of messed up and it's not, but we've also turned our uh, efforts into uh, uh, battery generators where like, if you know, if you're shooting on a movie set and you have a giant gas generator that is loud and that is powering something on a location, um, you have a big problem. You have to turn them off. You have to fill them with gas. Gas is viable. You have to have someone there. With a, that has a hazmat thing, so we have uh, actual battery generators that are just as efficient and quiet, oh and uh, can no, light a whole no. movie set. And uh, <laughs> that's that. You know, you 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 know, you, life gives you lemon, you make lemonade, kind of thing. Oh my God! Can we move on? Don't forget the vodka. <laughs> Thank you, Sunflower Dragon. Merry Christmas to you too. Happy birthday. Merry Happy Christmas. Days, Brillo. Speaking of package. <laughs> So let's talk about that John Stamos story because it's always such a silly story to me. And and there's always the story about Ralph basically gravy training on every single person that was like a friend of Howard's or of the... And me. And you. And, and me. You. Yeah, he fucking latched on like a tick. Yeah, and, and, and why did people enjoy... Like, everybody's saying, oh, you know, Ralph was so much fun to go out with. Ralph was so well, much he, fun. Well, he was... He was, wow. but you know, like you know, you don't, you know, at some point you don't realize when Ralph has an ulterior motive. Yeah. And um, you know, it, he he sometimes it, it did come up like that, and it was like he was going to take care of Ralph, and that's that. But, it wasn't but, always about you. It was about you know, at some point it was always about him, and you know, you, sometimes you don't find that out about somebody until years later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I did. Cause I just I thought that was my boy, you know what I'm saying? John. And I wouldn't think my boy would stab me in the back. Not that it was like a stab in the back kind of thing, but you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't think like someone like him of that I thought I was that close with would make things that weird and difficult and make me go, "What did you just do? Why did you do that to me?" You but, know, like I would have done that to you. But was it after you left the show? Was it? Well, no. After I left the show, that was that. And then you didn't talk there, to him. There was, uh, no, he was like my first. I had two people that made me um, realize, uh, wow, like they were just friends with me because of the show. Uh, one of them being uh, a man named Billy Stanton, who was like, I met him through the China Club. He was an ex NYPD officer that became like a big private detective kind of style. And he took me underneath his wing. 
Um, we ran at the China Club. He actually taught me how to have game. I had no game with girls. And he wasn't that good looking of a guy, but he would score fucking major pussy, like famous pussy and shit. And because he yeah. had style and he had like a personality. And I kind of learned from him. And he used to call me his little brother. I was almost in his wedding party. And then when I left the show, I called him up and he didn't answer my phone calls for like three weeks. And this was the first like lesson I've heard. I go, Billy, what's up, man? You can't return my phone. This is someone I went out with like two or three times a week. Yeah. And he like it was like a, the biggest punch in the face ever was he goes, well, you know what, girl, you're not on the show anymore. You really bring nothing to the table. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. Whoa. Well, that's then. That wow. Can... And then Ralph is pretty much the number two. Ralph did the same thing, but just didn't have the balls to say it like Billy did. Yeah, but you still like, stay friends, as I know. You still stayed friends with Robin for a while. I remember she took you to yeah, that homework until thing. I got, until like, you know, I got fucking banned from the show. Yeah, well, see, that was uh, an That was your fault. Bullshit. That was hundred percent your fault, and mm -hmm. I don't hate you for it. But you called Raider online. Excuse yes, me. Did. Eh, 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 eh. Excuse me. Number one, you were out doing a live stream with was it Stacy? Yeah, I, I was goofing around on something I didn't even know what it was. I, I, I just said I'm not mad at you. Okay, radar. but, but, but that, that radar online thing was my dad. Well, that's the reason why she won't talk to me anymore. I would never call radar online. Now, our friend Adam Levy worked at radar online and he was like a listener of our show. But that has yeah. nothing to do with me. I would never. I, well, would I, I, I just I, I didn't even know what radar online was. I didn't even know what Periscope was. I just went on there as a goof reciting something I read in the paper the day before. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it was like I was going on there, going Howard this and Howard that. I went. It was in the paper the other day. What? What? I, I remember my phone blowing up. I go to Roy. I go, Roy. Why is my phone blowing up? What's Radar Online? Do people read this? And he goes, Oh, just about two or three million people. Mm. And I was like, What? I had no idea. And it was. I was like, I just said the same stupid thing that they said in the paper the other day as a goof. And then it got made an article. And then when I went to go have lunch with Robin, all of a sudden she comes out and she's like, did you start, did you do an interview with Radar Online? I went, no, I did a stupid thing on Periscope that I never saw of. I was making a joke about what, what I, they wrote in the paper. What and she goes, well, you're, you're, you're banned. And she shut the door in my face. That's the last time I spoke to her. Really? That was it? Yeah, that was right. it because of the Radar Online thing. And I, I it was a goof. I was being dopey and I was making fun of the article that came out the day before about that Marcy chick. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. Marcy. That's right. It was about Marcy. I forgot. Yeah. That. But that article came out the day before. Yeah, it was kind of a weird. And I was like, going like being, I was like, what's Periscope? I don't know what Periscope was. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't know what viral was. I was like, what am I doing all over this phone? Why is my phone blowing up? Yeah, you fight you. You fucked that one up. No, you did. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Wait. evil maniacal laugh. I know. <laughs> so give us a give us a good Ralph story. Give us something. Oh well, well, I can show you right here. What am I? It's right here in my living room. Uh, I wore that once. It, this is uh, he got me this. We we did birthdays and Christmases together. Uh, I gotta go this way. It's so weird. That's good. That's good. Um, he got me this. This is a long time ago because we were both Star Wars geeks. I'm surprised he didn't steal Mark Hamill from me too. I'm sure. Um, 
he uh he that was like early on like 1992 three maybe like we were, star wars was sort of dead in the water and he went and found some place in california that made those replicas and it was unheard of this was like before like how you can buy star wars shit now everywhere like it was a, a dead zone in the Star the Wars world. Only the diehards could. Yeah, watch. and he knew that, and he he got that for me, and he went out of his way to get it for me. You know what I'm saying? He just it wasn't there was no online where you could pick up something like this. He went and called a bunch of like prop places, yeah, because he knew I was a Boba Fett fan, and he found that helmet, and God knows what he had to pay for it at that time, and bought it for me for Christmas. He probably got it for free because he said he did. Yeah, I know. Well, what, 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 you know, in theory, you know what though? It, it, it wasn't at that point. It wasn't at that point where we could have used like, uh, you know, Ralph. Guy, Ralph didn't have that kind of like influence when okay. when he got me that. He That's literally true. paid. He paid out of pocket for that, yeah, and he I went know. out of his way to. He went out of his way to get it for me. Girl, I want a good Ralph story, not a Boba Fett Ralph story. That's a good Ralph story. He, I, he he bought me something that I look at every day and it makes me think of him. That's I, a positive, I, nice I, Ralph story. I wore that helmet. I put that helmet on. Yeah, I know. And I and I took a picture. So what, what other good Ralph stories is we 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 went out like they, they were all drunk and blurs. They were so much fun. Like he would come in like it would be like a Friday or Saturday night. We go all both both go home and take naps. And he'd come pick me up wherever I was in his goddamn Jeep that, that had no shocks. And by the time he got out, your back hurt. But we went to some nightclub and we went to somewhere and we, we were out all night long. Yeah. And uh, there were nights that were nice that we were out and we went straight to work. Did get you know what I'm saying? just talked about the score stripper. We we just had that conversation about 20 minutes ago about the black chick that came to uh Grillo's apartment and she was blowing Ralph while Grillo was going down on her and, and then uh and then Grillo in a drunken blur somehow got out of the way of Ralph's penis. No, and- yeah, I got the fuck out of it. It's a lot quicker than that. Like Ralph likes to think about. Yeah, so used to like to think about. Anyway, is that the only time you guys ever did that together? Yeah, no, that's the only time I ever did that with anybody. <laughs> a one and done. <laughs> I I realized that there is no way in hell I want another man's penis in the room while I'm having sex with a woman. Were you still around when Ralph went to Howard's house and basically vomited all over the place and got completely? No, 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 no. No, because uh, no, no, he was still really, when I was there, he was still married to Allison. You know, like, I'm not saying he wouldn't have got away with it, but, like, there was nothing. I, I, I heard tales about shit like that, and I can't believe, like, how he got away with stuff like that, which really means that there's something else there, obviously, that he, didn't he get busted breaking into Howard's house because he was so drunk he forgot his keys or something? And no, he actually wound up going home, and then he cursed out everybody the next day for leaving him for dead at, like, whatever club they were at because he couldn't figure out how – he didn't know uh, Howard's address. He didn't know how to get back to his <clears throat> his house. So, or- but I'm just saying, but, like, who else would get away with that? And still be – You know what I'm saying? And why is he – I think that was the biggest question for everybody is why is he getting away with it? Yeah, people. Why? Do, why is? Why is he getting away with it? Like there was no. Why exactly you would eat out a stripper? Like that can't be good. That can't be a tasty treat. Well, she was. <laughs> she was like fucking caramel candy, baby. <laughs> Somebody's calling me. I felt like I was. I felt like it was Easter morning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Steve, please answer this for me. Did Howard have sex with Cindy Margolis's best friend from the wet bra segment? I know Howard had sex with a couple of girls, guests like Erica the Gymnast maybe too. Here's the deal. And this is an honest answer. As far as I know, I don't think he ever had sex with anybody other than possibly Mary McCormick. Um, If he had anything going on while I was there, I would have 100% up until the point where I went to the fucking private parts of uh, rap party, I would have 100% guaranteed put my balls on the line that he never did anything. Okay, what about the story that you and I both heard at the same time about Howard getting a blowjob at scores? I couldn't see anything. You know what I'm talking about? He wore wore those sweatpants for a reason. Steve, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, by that one girl? Yeah. That girl is nuts, though. I know that girl. That girl is nuts, Trevor. But she told us that story, like, really. Like, yeah. That's yeah, it. but vehemently, but I don't, I, that girl also said that she, you know, I, I, I had four other stories that are just as crazy with that girl. She was convincing when she told the story. Yes. And she swears up and down that she did. I don't doubt it. I just never would think, I never see it. But it, it the way she told it, it was like, but I, I think I was already gone. So, it could have been like post Allison anyway. The story we, Grillo and I were hanging out with this chick over at the bar, and it was a friend of Grillo's. <clears throat> and she was, she was, um, marginally, uh, e lister of sorts. She had been on the Stern show with somebody she was dating who was very famous. They all went out to scores after the famous person she was dating was on the show. And she will swear to, and she swore to us. Yeah that she was upstairs in the... So I guess the way scores... There was no upstairs, so there's a lot right there. There was a VIP section. She was hanging out outside of it, and then when they opened the door, she would swear up and down that she saw a chick... There was nothing like that at scores. At least the original scores... There was the VIP room in the back where there was it was a flat level, and then it went up into another level that was like the dark room. But there was no closed doors... There was no closed doors. Like if she saw him getting his dick sucked, it wasn't at scores. It might could have been somewhere else, but the scores didn't have rooms like that. Maybe the, I know. I think the new scores has it, but that was like those timelines don't cross. Hmm. But when she told us it, she said, "Swear." Yeah. To- well, you know what? She also tells me her husband beats her, and I don't believe that either. So. Hmm. Yeah, well, whatever. Hello, uh, did absolutely did not sign an NDA. I'm not standing up for the guy. Maybe she did see it. I, but I just, uh, her story doesn't add up to me all the way. Okay, Mr. Judy Tanu saying, Grillo, wrong. There were several VIP rooms. Yeah, where? I, I lived there for like five years. At scores. Yeah, no, not the scores I was at. Where did they do they, private dances? What's that? Where did they do private dances? They didn't at that point. Everything was an open giant room. Are you sure? I, I, I absolutely. I, am I sure? I had five thousand dollars in funny money in my pocket, and this girl, I was like, "I'll give it to you right now." She, she said she wanted to fuck me, but I, I had to wait for her to leave. If there was a private room, why wouldn't she fuck me in a private room? Well, well, because you're not allowed to fuck in, you know. Bullshit! That's the point of the private room. <laughs> 
Yeah, but if you got in trouble, you get arrested. I don't know where private room. The, the, the new, I know the the new the, the newer strip clubs all had private door rooms and shit like that. I'm telling you about the original scores party. The original scores, it was it was dark as hell. I know I heard. I know people got hand jobs up there, but everybody was sitting in the same room. Hmm. Interesting. There, there wasn't a private room for someone to get that someone's dicks up there, unless it was a, a some guy's office in the back that you were never allowed in. So. When when they started talking about Ralph and giving him the little, you know, send off and what have you, um, every one of them said that, you know, Ralph is going to die with the secret of whether he was gay or not. So yeah, they outed him. That's not cool. No, no, no. They said that he was going to die with that secret. Like it was not something that he wanted to talk about. It wasn't something that he. Would... I know he was bi, so he liked a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So uh, God bless him. Bi, if you get if you get anally punctured, can you really be bi? Well, if you like anally puncturing a woman, yes. <sighs> yeah, but okay, we're talking about a guy. That means, that means we're talking like, that bi means two. Bi means two. One and two. Women and men. Maybe he liked being pegged. Maybe he liked being pegged. But the, the, you know what? The, the, I wish I had that kind of fucking freedom. I don't. I don't like. I, I don't like. Like I like. I'll take three women all at the same time. Not that I haven't, and it's wonderful. But like, if I, I there's another penis in the room, and I've declined really cool situations in my life that could have been interesting if I would have dealt with another penis in the room. I just don't want it. Some people like broccoli. Some people don't. <laughs> so in that same story with the whole John Stamos thing was the whole thing about how Ralph was trying to insist that your wife was like diddling him every single time she saw him. Didn't that piss you off? What do you I, I, what do you mean diddling him? So she said that he would play she your wife would play with his penis every time she saw him. So I'm gonna read you the <clears throat> I don't remember that at all, but uh my wife was a fucking flirtatious girl, but she might have been fucking. I wouldn't doubt it, to be honest with you. Really? Wouldn't be the first person she did. She she wanted to bring guys home. I didn't want it. I know. I know that. Uh, let's see. Okay. Stamos, Ralph. And she tried to play that game in the beginning. I said no. And when you know what? I told her no. She respected that, and it didn't happen. And there's I that. told her, here's the deal. If just because you brought a couple of girls home, if there's a trade-off that I have to watch another guy be with you, I never ever want you to bring another girl home again. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't want to see another man's penis in your mouth or your vagina because it's going to ruin both those places for me for the rest of my life. So if you, if that's the if that's the trade-off, then don't ever bring a girl home or you could leave. And she said, "Well, okay," and that was it. She never brought it up again. Yeah, Howard asked about Ralph said, uh, let's see, Ralph said, Ralph said, Ralph said. Um, Ralph said she rubbed his cock one night. Steve said Ralph wanted to make it happen, but they left him out on the street with a heart on one night. Steve said uh, it was. Yeah, that was one night. He, and he tried to jump in the cab and I tossed his ass out. I remember <laughs> that night exactly. Yeah, Steve was, said. Well, my, my, my ex was fucking, she was fucked up. And we were and we were at school and she was drinking tequila and she had no idea what she was doing and she tried to and Ralph tried to get in the taxi and I fucking stiffed armed him pushed him pushed him away shut the taxi door and left him standing there with his dick between his legs. So what and guess what? That never happened again. 
So did you never ever speak to Ralph after you left the show? Like that was yeah. it? Then yeah. Go- yeah, yeah, that's what that's what was kind of fucked up. The last time I saw him, and I'd seen him a bunch of times in between. Mm-hmm. Um, cold as ice. And, uh, you could almost go back to Chappelle's show. Charlie Murphy, you're cold as ice. <laughs> uh, basically, the Billy Stanton routine where, you know, he stopped taking my phone calls. Um, it used to be, oh, yo, I, you know, I thought, you know, cause after I left the show, I was still friends with everybody. Except for the one friend that it was like, I thought was my different friend. Like, because we went out and did things outside of what everybody else did. So you think and, you, uh, you, and again, we had it. We, we, we had. Did you so we, we, hang out with him all the time? What? Do you think he used you? No, I just think that he, a possibly in a weird way, might have been offended that I left. Like maybe he took it personal. Like I can't believe you fuck you you bailing on us, bro. And then I think that's part of it. I think that was a big part of it. He was kind of almost insulted. Yeah. That I bailed because of that 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 was part of our friendship. And then he was also with Howard. It was an ego. Like you fucked Howard over. You know. Um, I mean, those are two ways that I've always thought about it. He was insulted that I left. And um, do I think Howard told him that you can't hang out with Grillo anymore? No, I think he was offended as a friend that I turned like I turned on him. But don't you think they all got the edict after that stupid radar thing came out that they're not allowed to talk to you anymore? And who? No, because I'm not going to give people's names, but I could text a lot of people on that show that get back to me right away. Yeah. So, um, and they did uh, about Ralph and, um, I'll never throw those people under the bus, but no, I don't think that it was just him. But well, that was the other thing. The weird thing is the last time though, I went to AGT at radio city twice. And the first time I was kind of like right behind where the, the judges were and shit. And I saw Ralph and I was like, yo, he's like, yeah, what's up? I said, what's going on, man? How you doing? Blah, blah. He's like, yeah, well, I'm running around. I'm busy. I don't know what he was doing, but I said, Yo, he's right there. Should I say hello? He goes, no, don't say hello to him. Really? And I was like, and I went, oh, shit, whatever. And then the next time I went, I saw Don Buckwald, who absolutely loves me. Me and Don have a lot of fun stories together. Okay. I go up to Don, him and his, I guess his wife was sitting on the aisle. I go, Don, he goes, Grandma, what's going on? And Howard's like really kind of close. And he goes, he goes, oh, blah, 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 blah. did you say hello to Howard? I go, no, the last time I was here, Ralph told me no. He goes, get out of here. And he picks me up and he, dra- he walks me over. He goes, Howard, look who's here. He picks me up. <laughs> and, yeah, no, no. Then he's like, anybody know? He, like, he was like, come on. And he, like, he's pushing me over to the judge's table. And he goes, Howard, who's here? And at that point, I, like, I had a goatee that was like down to here. And I, you know, and uh, he goes, and uh, he hasn't seen me, really. I mean, you got to remember, I, when I started there, I was 19 years old. I was a, I was a baby. Yeah. So now I'm like, you know, in my like early 40s, you know, and it, he was like, oh, my God, look, you're all grown up, you know, <laughs> and it was so sincere. And then I was like, oh, I was like, I was here the last time. But Ralph told me, he said, you didn't want to talk to me. He goes, oh, fuck, Ralph. Are you kidding me? How are you doing? What's going on? And, you know, this is before Radar Line and shit. But he was so sincere and so happy to see me. Mm. And, and I was like, Ralph, like, purposely mm-hmm. pushed me away from him. Mm. Mm. If it wasn't for Don, I wouldn't went up to say hello to him. Mm. Rob was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and Don was like, get out of here. Come over here. Oh, Howard, look who's here. And <clears throat> and that was it. Yeah, that was the last time I saw him. That's your rep. So, yeah, fucking asshole. 
How much older was Ralph than you? Well, I guess seven years. Seven years, seven years. Hmm. And it didn't make a difference over there. Everybody had a different age. Everybody, you know, I've come to terms with this. I mean, we were, I was actually talking with someone this today. So what has age got to do with it? I, I get along with, you know, like I, I, people that are 85 years old. I get along with people that are 17 years old or 15 years Babe, old. Of course. If you've got a brain in your head and you know how to talk to somebody, it, it's real simple. a 19-year-old under your wing and have him come hang out in the basement with you when you're married and you're going on to, like, porn sites together to, like, have fun and goof. It, it just seems a little bit wrong. What, what, say that again? With who? But he used to bring Ralph over to his house. Oh, he, yeah. I don't know about that. I See, I don't know that shit. I thought you were talking about me. I was like, yeah, what? No. No. I, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. No. Listen, uh, obviously, there was some suspect shit going on. What do you and, so that, 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 and the fact that Beth ran over to collect the evidence at 430 in the morning when the night he died was uh, it's an obvious you know, it's, it's obvious. It's almost like it's so obvious that Biden's a criminal, but nobody's fucking acknowledging it. If you so, it's the same thing. A million dollars. Yeah. Whether or not there were some shenanigans going on with Ralph and Howard, would you win the bet? I, I listen, man. No one's good. How about this? You know, what we're gonna find out when we're dead. No, we're never gonna find out. No, when you when you're dead, the, the truth will be revealed. God will be like, man, you were so right. Wow, you were on point. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, well, we're not gonna know the truth until we die. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm ever gonna meet him. Yes, Ralph was damaged goods. I agree with you, Kevin. I, I agree that Ralph was a, a damaged person. He damaged himself. He fucking, yo, he had it good, man. You have it good. Yeah, he took advantage of that shit because he knew he can get away with it because Daddy wasn't gonna fucking beat him. But that, that's another problem with Fred. Here's, here's another problem with Ralph. Uh, this is probably the his biggest problem. Is you know what? That motherfucker never got a fat lip. He nobody he never got a fat lip. Yes, exactly. And everybody can get a fat lip every once in a while. Goes oh shit, maybe I shouldn't do that. He never got a fat lip. He got patted on the bottom and said, "Go along, little boy." Yeah, yeah. And why do you think that is though? Why? I don't know. But, well, you know what? God bless him, man. He 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 had something that charmed the pants off the fuck uh, out of a lot of people. And he knew what he was doing, and he was good at it. So God bless him on that. I agree, Frank the Tank. Ralph wasn't damaged. He was a classic bleach. Damage. You know what? Don't say he was damaged. He wasn't damaged. He was. He was living the life. He didn't have to do shit. And he hung out with uh, his best friend, who was a billionaire, and hung out with every celebrity in the world, and got everything he wanted. So don't don't fucking say he was damaged goods. He yeah, got where he, he wanted because that's what he did. Wars from Big John one night. What's that? Ralph got a fat lip at scores from Big John one night. Oh, I would have paid to see that. <laughs> Did you ever go by Ralph's apartment in Jersey City? Once, but it was a, it was a drunken bloody night. Bloody night. I like he had everything was nice. It was all in glass cases. That's what like, he had glass cases like like all, all the shit in there. What did it he was cool. But it was it was blurry because we we went there to, like he had to change or something. And uh, and that was just like it was all cool. It was very neat and very like, of course, stylistic. What was his that, it was? What's that? Like, what was his big collectible? What was he like very into? Well, he was Star Trek more. They we 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 shared Star Wars, but I think he liked Star Trek a little more. He was oh. a little older, so I think he had Star Trek in his blood before he had Star Wars. Yeah. Um, he liked the Star Trek shit. Um, so uh, but but still, like I, you know. It, 
he was an artist. There's no two ways about it. Like the, the guy did like, you know, he did do some like cool shit. Like the makeup that he did on channel nine was classic. You know, he did have an artistic, artistic, artistic uh, way about him. Yeah. And uh, he, you know, he it carried over in his personal life. Well, yes. Like Mary Jean is saying that Ralph was adopted. He was also abused by a priest when he was a child. So, you know, he had some, things going on he had some yeah shit. well you know guess what so yeah i i didn't get diddled by a press where i wasn't adopted but i have my issues too and i'm sure you do too monique so wham and then and then and then the, 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 the god bless Artie like wham <laughs> hey has anybody heard anything about Artie? nope um which i was kind of like uh i was kind of shocked about i, I went to go see colin quinn's one-man show yeah how was that um, which, which of course, if you ever read Artie's book, he, uh, you know, state, you know, he gives uh, credit for Colin Quinn showing up his apartment and saving his life, where he brought two of his big Irish thugs, they threw him in a van and brought him to uh, rehab when he knew he was going to kill himself that weekend. So, yeah. I uh, that his, his, I don't, I don't think he's still doing it, but it was down in the West Village, and I went with a bunch of friends, and it was fantastic. And I don't really know him, but I know he, we've met each other, and he knows who I am, and I know who, you know. You know, we've always been like, hey, what's up? I was like, I always introduce myself. He goes, I know who you are. Come on now. You know, and um, we just happened to be waiting outside for a Uber and he came out and I was like, oh, I want to thank you for saving our friend's life. And he was like, oh, what? I go, right. Artie. And then he realized who I was. And he was like, oh, Bill, thank you so much, man. That's so nice. That's so nice. I was like, dude, you just killed it in there. Uh, and all my friends are like, yeah, you were great. And then... Uh, you know, we were, the Uber, uh, it was still late, but we got to talk a little bit. I said, have you heard anything? And he just said, no. He goes, nobody has. That's and amazing. he was he, he was tight. So, I, I you know, the, the, whatever little uh, suspect I have, he's obviously living with mom. And uh, he just can't handle being in, this, in the spotlight. You know what? I don't blame him, actually. If, if staying away from your friends and the people that you knew that were causing you to go to the dark side again is going to keep yeah. you healthy well fame is his dark side that's the thing yeah. He, yeah he's good at it and people love him and it's a drug and it triggers his fucking endorphins and once your endorphins start guess what you want more endorphins best principal wants to know steve of all the women who got naked on the show is there one woman set of tits that is permanently fixed in your mind's eye janine linda mueller pre-tattoos pre-tattoos that girl blew me away and I, I don't like fake boobs and hers were fantastic yeah, I see, but I, I did see Sally Kelderman's. They, those things poured out like pancake batter. Thank you. No, thank you. But do you think that Janine Linder messed herself up with all those tattoos? Like, wasn't that like a turn? No, 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 no. She messed her. She messed her up and ruined those perfect boobs. She had perfect boobs. <laughs> oh no, I like all the tattoos. That's filthy. I want to drag her by the fucking hair across the room. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. All right, yeah. So everybody in the chat is saying, of course, Ralph was damaged. He was sexually abused as a child, and all this other stuff. We, so, are, yeah. we all had our shit. I got a blowjob when I was eleven from a nineteen-year-old girl. Am I crying in my pillow? No. Oh, <laughs> well, on that note, we're gonna wrap up our little. <laughs> 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 Truth. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sweetheart. Um, I miss you. And I miss uh, you too. And well, yeah. I wait, I did I told you I'm writing a book. If there's any publishers out there that are interesting in this and many, many, many other fucking sick stories, 
Okay, you can find me through Monique. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I have three chapters. I have a biography and I have a summary. Oh, summary. Wow. So uh, if you need something to read, um, uh, they're very interesting. And it's just the tip of the iceberg. All right, I was thinking I have to have a chapter that I, I think that for the first time ever in publishing, it's going to have like one of those old school wax like ceilings. So like my family doesn't read the filthy things that have gone behind the scenes. So if you want to read it, you break it with a pencil and you can read it. But and then if my family gets it, they don't have to get to the dirty stuff. Oh, you know, so, you're cute and naive that they wouldn't open that up immediately if not. Serious. Yeah, no, my, my friend. No, no, no. My parents. No, a lot of people are not going to want to know. But the book will probably be worth more with the unsealed wax. So Indeed. maybe you have to buy two. Indeed. <laughs> right. I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. And hanging with me tonight, and um, and have. Well, a I hope you, I hope we give you what you wanted. Uh, uh, yes, it was fun. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful Merry Christmas. And uh, well, yeah, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. Uh, and uh, yeah, what's the last night of Hanukkah? Correct. I don't know. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Yeah, yeah. Baruch <laughs> I'm annoyed. All right. <laughs> you got a daven. You got a daven. Bye. -bye. Oh my goodness. Okay. So how was that? <laughs> All right, everybody. That was um good. Thank you so much, Grillo, for coming on and hanging with us tonight. <clears throat> you guys in the chat were killing me. That was uh yeah, I, I thought I thought we'd get more stories that we didn't know, but we didn't. Ida, thank you so much. Um, happy holidays, skunkers. Thank you so much. Today is December 19th. We probably will not get another show in for Christmas. Um, I did think it was interesting, however, while we were talking, that these were all the rejected uh, Howard Stern private parts posters. Interesting. It's $115. I wonder if I should buy one of these for us. So here's what some of the things that they were going to use. Let me see. Hang on a second. None of these were his body, obviously. Howard's never looked like that, but I would, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't deny that that could possibly be Ralph. You know, I think that's a, it's a good possibility. It's a good possibility of that. Horrible. Really just all of this is awful, but that does look like Ralph's body. I'm going to run with that. I'm going to stick with that as being something I, I, I think happened. All right, guys. So yeah, that's it. And that's, uh, and that's all I got. I know. Oh, okay. Stop it. That's right. I I didn't ask if uh, Grillo was was Ralph was Grillo's great love. No, I'm sorry about that. All right, guys. So that's it for tonight. Thank you so much for coming and uh, hanging with me. Okay. Yes. Autobot AI. I know. I know. And G Canada. Don't think I didn't see what you wrote before uh, earlier either. But I did. I told you guys. I talked to Carl last week about uh, setting up my phone call thing correctly. And I think I, I think I figured it out. I just need to test it out <clears throat> and see that I have it correct. And, uh, and then, yeah, and then we'll do a, uh, then we'll do a call in show maybe next week after Christmas, maybe we'll do like a early new year's thing or something like that. I know, I know guys. Okay. I know. I thought we'd get other skinny from him. I thought we'd get something. He said he had really good stories about, Ralph and blah, 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 blah. And, um, and yeah, we knew that we knew the stories. So sorry about that. 
And um, I don't think the Instagram thing worked, but you know, every show is our first show. So that's the way it goes. No, Gunga Din, I promise you, I'm, you know what? I'm inherently lazy. So you have to know that. I just, um, I think about things and I, I think about doing some stuff. Look, I have a whole, I had a whole page of questions for Stephen. And uh, yeah, whatever. All right. So maybe next week we'll do something. And um, for sure we'll do, I, okay. I will promise you today that we will do um, a call-in show. Okay. We will do it. So yeah, that's all I got. And, uh, and yeah, we'll see you, uh, see you anon. Hey guys, thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any further discussion at radiogunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Gunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so you know when we do. Oh my God, I forgot to tell you. Before I hang up, um, the puppet has been shipped and uh, hopefully it's going to be here i don't know probably like <laughs> probably like next week or something i have the tracking it's coming from canada um but yeah so we'll debut it probably oh i don't know i have to get together with dennis but we'll probably debut it at some point but i just want you to know it's not what you think because we decided we were going to do something um a little bit sillier and a little bit more ridiculous and i had to go shopping for uh, clothes for it just so that it would just be perfect and just be right. Um, yes, I have seen it. I, you, you guys are going to die. Um, I, I, I shared it with uh, Dennis and with Xavier, but we, we had long talks about it, about what character would be the most fun to have on the show. And it's definitely not Howard. Okay, so that's your only hint. Um, but yeah, and I had to buy clothes for it because uh, the the dress is a, a little bit different than what a puppet maker had for us. Okay, so that's it. Yes, yes, Johnny Chopsticks. My arms are tremendous. I, I have the most tremendous like arms and hands in the whole wide world. You guys are such dicks. All right, now I'm going, so goodbye.